Welcome to the Marcia Miyake Show, where our mission is to share thought-provoking ideas, practical tools, and tangible strategies to up-level your life, business, and relationships. I'm your host, Marcia Miyake, leadership and emotional intelligence consultant, executive coach, and conscious mama of two. Through solo episodes and interviews with experts in the medical, research, business, and spiritual fields, this show helps you to shift from the illusion that success in one area of your life means failure in another to the understanding that you truly get to have it all. Let's get started. When you hear the word sales, what happens in your body? Is it a positive sensation or is it a negative sensation? So for me, for a lot of my business life, a lot of my career, it wasn't a great experience. I was happy to go into meetings where I was the consumer, but I didn't feel comfortable being on the other side of it, selling something. And I was like, why is that? And I looked into why as a whole, we tend to have this like negative perception around selling and what is that fear around selling? So the most obvious answer is that you or someone you know had a bad experience with a salesperson and now you have a negative negative perception of salespeople in general. But then beneath that, if we look at why are we hesitant to sell, why does selling feel weird or icky or uncomfortable for us? And it comes down to several fears. Some of them are fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of not being liked, fear of perhaps being unable to answer a question that someone is asking you and looking stupid, fear of looking pushy or manipulative fear of being perceived that you care more about your commission or money than the person that you are trying to serve, Uh, fear of what people might think about you. Um, Maybe you have fear about the product not delivering. Um, But if you look at all of that, underneath all of that is just a fear of judgment. It's just a fear of being perceived in a negative light. Now, the fear of judgment is completely normal. Of course, it's some kind of survival uh, mechanism in that, you know, we survived in tribe, like being rejected um, from our community meant death in primitive days. So that's totally normal to have some level of fear of judgment. At the highest level, you know, we're looking at social anxiety and, and some psychological issues. And at the lower levels, you know, we have that fear of judgment. But I, w- I would actually argue now, this is just based on my observation of myself and, you know, people I have coached and just people I do business with is like, as a whole population, we have unhealthy levels of fear of judgment. So much to the point that we don't stretch ourselves, that we don't do the scary thing, that we don't push ourselves because we are so consumed by what people may think of us. I mean, social media really adds to this where we're constantly comparing ourselves and we want to be seen in a positive light. And we know that people make snap judgments from something that you can post online. And that alone, that fear alone, like holds people back from making important moves in their lives. And 
we just have to understand that if we want to be successful, we have to move through that fear of judgment, period. You don't get out of it. There's no like alternative route. No, we need to move through that fear of judgment and we have to get comfortable with it. Okay, so it's normal to, to have that fear. Okay, at the highest level, you know, we're looking at social anxiety. At the lower levels, there's, you know, hesitance in making important moves. But the most successful people got out of their own way and faced that fear of judgment. So I started thinking about the people that I know that are successful that did sales. And I look at people who are so like, who quote unquote call themselves like, I don't like sales or I'm not a good salesperson or just won't sell. Okay. Um, versus people who are good salespeople. And to me right away, I'm like, boom, there's like, there is like a visible confidence difference. Like I can see that one person, even in a way that they carry themselves, the way that they speak, they lack confidence. And these are people that tend to like hate sales, say, oh, I don't like sales. I'm not good at selling, et cetera. And then the people who are comfortable selling tend to carry themselves with a different posture. Why? Because they have moved through that fear of judgment. So I was like, let's look at some of the successful people that did sales. Like, I don't know why we look at sales like it's such a bad thing. So here are five. Do I have five? Yes, I've got five. You know, some of them like multi-million billionaires. Okay. So you might know Mark Cuban. He's the owner of the Dallas Mavericks and he's an investor. He started his career as a software salesman. Okay. And now he's a billionaire at the age of 41. Howard Schultz, is the former CEO of Starbucks, and he started out as a sales rep at Xerox. Is it Xerox? Xerox, the printing place, I believe. So that's how he started out his career, and then he became the the CEO of Starbucks at age 35. Sarah Blakely, okay, she's one of my faves, founder of Spanx. She was selling fax machines door to door. And now she has a net worth of $1 billion. Okay. Warren Buffett, he's an American investor, one of the richest men in the world. He started out selling securities. And William Weldon, he's the former CEO of Johnson & Johnson, and he started out as a sales rep for that same company before becoming the CEO. So what am I trying to say here is that those jobs, like the door-to-door fax machine selling, like my gosh, sales builds something in you that is such a core life skill that I can almost guarantee that you will be successful if you keep moving through it. Like I feel like if you looked hard enough, you'd be able to find footage from each of these people that talked, if if they were asked, you know, what contributed to your success or how did you become so, so successful? They would say, I had grit and I had resilience. And now here's a personal perspective, but I honestly feel like we're too soft 
And dare I say that some of us have had life too easy. Okay. And so therefore we expect business to be easy and we expect success to come easy. And that's not how it works. I don't know how many times Sarah Blakely would have had the door slammed in her face. People would have told her to F off. Like that's the nature of sales, especially like potentially cold calling like that. But what did that teach these people is that you just keep going, that eventually you're going to hit your yes. It built resilience. If you already have the skill of resilience and you've been building it, you like, that's why, you know, having a tough um, start to life is sometimes the biggest blessing because you're just someone that can get knocked down and you're just like, bro, I've been through worse trauma than this. Like a no, this isn't going to stop me. Resilience is one of the most common skills that I see in successful people and sales gives you it in spades. And the other thing I want you to understand is that your biggest life is on the other side of the thing that you are scared to do. And for me, guys, it was selling. I didn't like the idea of selling for a lot of the reasons that I said above, right? So I personally had bad experiences where I felt like I was kind of bulldozed by the salesperson. I ended up buying more than what I wanted or not the thing I wanted. Maybe I didn't even want the thing, right? But that, okay, so this is like, I'm going to go on a slight tangent for a second, But please understand that if I was in my authentic power at that time of that sales pitch, I could have said and embodied and grounded and really eloquent, no, thank you. That's not for me or asked better questions, but I didn't. Why? Because I was not in my power. So whose fault is it? Was it the salesperson who was super confident and was just going like following what they needed to follow? Or me, who wasn't fully like speaking my truth, didn't have my confidence yet, right? So we need to understand that you know there's it, it takes two to tangle, but also my fear of sales also was deeply ingrained in the fear of judgment. I wanted to be perceived like I'm a good person, and that I'm a giver, not a taker. And by me being so out there that I sell, what will that um, make people think about me, right? But the only reason that you are afraid of people judgment, judgment, now there's three reasons I have here, okay, is number one, you are judgmental AF yourself. That's why you're afraid. Number two, you haven't fully accepted or created safety within yourself. So, so the like someone judging you feels so scary. Or three, both. Both. You are judgmental as F because so you're imagining in your mind what people will say to you will be like what you say about other people, what you're thinking in your mind about other people. And here's the thing. What I remind myself of all the time is you will never be criticized by somebody doing more than you. 
always by someone doing less. I remember when I first wanted to start my podcast, I was so scared. I sat on this thing for months and months and months because I was just scared. It didn't like the edits weren't right. And like the, like I was just, I was trying to make it perfect because I was afraid of being judged. I'm like, not one person with a successful podcast is going to have anything to say about my blossoming little podcast with my three episodes that I launched with because they're too busy getting shit done. It's going to be some hater maybe from high school that's like miserable at home that's going to have something to say like, oh, like that was okay. Nobody that's doing anything important has time to criticize you because they understand how challenging it is to put yourself out there. So if anything, they're just going to have more respect for you. So if you are someone who is very judgmental, stop. Because what we put out into the world is what we receive truly. Because when you are judgmental, guess what? You live your life from that view of the world that everybody is judgmental and they're not. That's only what you're receiving because that's what you are giving. So choose to see the good in people. Choose to celebrate people. Choose to not be jealous. Choose to be like, wow, that person is doing something really incredible. Like I want to clap for them. And, and practice having that compassion for yourself as well because you're only judgmental to the outside world if you are judgmental to yourself first. I always say like I feel so bad for judgmental people or people that are rude and all of that because I'm like, bro, I would not want to be in your head because the way you would abuse yourself, like I cannot even, I do not even want to know. Because we cannot put out into the world what we aren't giving to ourselves first. Okay, so number two, you haven't fully accepted and created safety within yourself. I actually did a reel on this like a couple days ago. People who are have a high fear, like an unhealthy fear of judgment, haven't accepted themselves. I've done a lot of work to get to where I am today where I fully accept myself. Now, do I have days where I'm more anxious than others? Yes. Do I have days where I feel more self-conscious than others? Yes. Do I have days where I do care about what people think a little bit too much? Yes. But for the most part, and when it comes to making moves in my business and in my life, I go back to my place of full acceptance of that it doesn't matter what people have to say about me because I love myself and I trust myself and I know that I'm a good person. So I don't need you to reflect back to me that I'm a good person. I already know. And because I already know and because I've created this personal safety within myself, I can have the courage to put myself out there. But guess what? When you haven't fully accepted yourself and you aren't fully safe within yourself, That fear of rejection, oh boy, it is big. Now, if you want to couple one and two together where you are super judgmental and you don't have any safety within yourself, you are going to have just completely unhealthy fear of judgment. But I truly feel like truly 
that this is, this is the real pandemic of like, we are just not emotionally well. We are not safe within ourselves. We are constantly looking at how people will perceive us. And we are constantly editing ourselves so that we can be seen in this positive way or that we can be liked, or we can be seen as a good person. But if you start believing you're a good person, guess what? You're not going to care as much if other people perceive you as a good person. But at the same time, if you see yourself as a good person, everyone else is going to see you like that too. Are you going to have the the like haters and the trolls? Yes. But for the most, most part, the people that are emotionally well and don't have like psychological problems themselves will see you as a good person and they will have so much respect for you for putting yourself out there. Okay. So bottom line, if you have any of these three, right? So one, you're a super judgmental person Two, you haven't fully accepted and created safety within yourself or three, both that creates not only a confidence, but a competence gap. So you have both a confidence and competence gap. Confidence, I mean, I've just broken that down for you, but competence gap also because how likely are you going to stretch and do something scary? How likely are you going to say yes to a sales job if you have this massive fear of judgment? So when people say to me like, oh, I don't like sales or I'm not good at sales or I don't, or I can't sell that like to me, I'm like, okay, uh, we need to build your confidence, like confidence first. Right. And then you can build the competence. They go together. Essentially, we have to move through this fear of judgment because if we do not, we will feel stuck perpetually. Okay. So how then do we begin to shift this? And I honestly feel like this is like, this needs a part two, or I need someone else to come in and speak more on this. I have had speakers talk about sales. I've had probably one of the best sales trainers, um, in the world come and train my team. And, um, you know, I, I, there's more, we can get into the tactical stuff right now. I'm going to be talking about more mindset shifts. Okay. I'm not going to talk to you about how to become a salesperson. That's not my expertise. Like I was just very honest with you about how 15 months ago I was terrified of it, which is why I knew I had to do it because I was so, uh, repelled by the idea of sales where I was like, that's a limiting belief Mars. And I called myself out on it. Okay, so how do we begin to shift our mindset around sales then? Well, number one, just we just need to accept that sales is a natural part of life, period. Like without it, commerce could not exist. The other thing is when we feel icky about sales, it's just because we've misunderstood it, okay? We just don't understand. We have some like icky energy around it, so let's just clear that out. So instead of thinking you're manipulating people, why don't you recognize that you are working for and with them? You're not manipulating anybody. You are helping them find a solution. Therefore, you are working for or with them, right? You're asking them questions to get more information so that you can find the right solution for them. This is called healthy communication. This is the most natural thing that we can be doing. 
The other thing is we have this view of like selling is about taking and getting what I want. No, it's not about getting what you want. A good salesperson is focused on helping their clients get what they want. So it's not necessarily about you getting what you want. If you're constantly have that perspective, that's not creating a win-win situation. And the habits of highly effective people, one of my favorite books of all time, like it's super old now, but it's just, it's a classic. It's, it has to be a win-win or it's not sustainable. So you have to focus on helping your client get the results that they want. And then the other thing is whatever negative perception that we have around sales, right? Whether we see salespeople as pushy, whether we see them as manipulative, whether we see them as unprofessional or like they don't listen or they're always trying to take shortcuts or whatever it is, be the change. Like, don't just be upset at sales. Sales is going to happen regardless. Be the change. Be customer-centric. Be um, solutions-focused. Be a great listener. All the things that you hate about salespeople, do the opposite. Be the change. Because I truly feel the world needs you. An ethical, caring, customer-centric person, we need you to become proficient at sales so it drowns out the ones that we were just talking about, the unethical, the ones that just want to make the fast, quick money, that don't care about really providing solutions. They're just trying to fill their pockets. Like You can be that change. The world needs you. Because at the end of the day, if you can help people get what they want, you will get what you want by default. Make it about your customer, make it about service, and watch your perspective on sales completely change. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. If you love this episode, please share it with someone. And if you're a longtime listener, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would rate and review this show on iTunes. I love you so much and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. And remember, it's not only possible to have it all, it is your birthright.